Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. Welcome, Tammy. Hi, Barbara. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited today. I have with me Tammy Norman, and I am eager for you to hear our conversation. Take a little minute to um, introduce yourself, Tammy, who you are, where you live, and what you do. Great. Yes. Thanks so much. Um, My name is Tammy Norman. I am married to Tim, and um, Tim and I have, um, we dated in high school. We've been married for, um, it will be 26 years this August. We have four children. Um, one is working as a teacher. Another one is a college student at Baylor. And then um, two teenagers still at home. Uh, we live just outside Austin in Leander. And um, currently I um, am working on staff with Crew in the campus ministry. And we've been with Crew for over 24 years. Um, currently my role is working in the fund development, um, office with, uh, partners who live all over the United States. Mm. Well, it's just, it's always just so fun to be with you. I know we've known each other for several years through our work in campus ministry. And, um, I, like I mentioned before we even got on here, I just always love anytime I get to visit with you and experience just your you're warm and gracious and just wise um, character that you have. And so mm-hmm. I'm excited for our listeners to hear a little bit about you and what your strengths are and what you have done, what you're going to do. And so I just can't mm-hmm. wait to dive into it. Well, um, I know, like you mentioned, um, I don't know if you mentioned exactly, but you came from Chicago a few mm-hmm. years ago when y'all came to mm-hmm. Austin. Tell about that. I know that right. was a really big change and it was such a blessing for all of us that have gotten to know you in Texas. But what was that um, little mm. change in your life and ministry like for you? Sure. That's a great question. Uh, well, we are from the Midwest and had lived there all our lives and were at that point we were serving at Northwestern University just outside Chicago, and um, because even Chicago is far from where we grew up and our family and friends, our team there really became our family to us. We shared all the big and the little things in life, and were there for when one another's children were born, or helping move in or move out, or all the major life um, experiences, we um, really lived alongside not just our staff team, but our students as well, became very close and very dear to us. So uh, the move here to Texas was a big one, both uh, geographically and uh, relationally, honestly. We um, wanted to be here and felt, um, definitely felt, uh, drawn to the role into um, serving in this way, but um, 
it was hard. It was really bumpy. And you know, as a parent, you do all you can to help the transition be smooth for your children. You're just thinking through each of their lives and um, how it impacts them being in a new space, all new relationships, wanting them to flourish and make friends and feel um, peace about the move. Uh, And then after you've poured yourself out for everyone and helping the transition and helping um, them make the adjustments, uh, I felt like um, I started really experiencing a sense of um, a sense of loneliness, but really more just my need for that kind of connection and for friends. And I was, it was a strange place to be though, because I was surrounded by so many warm and kind and welcoming people, lovely, lovely people. But um, I could definitely feel um, the lack of time spent together, context, shared experiences, and um, that was really hard. And I felt like um, I was doing what I could to reach out. And people were certainly responsive and kind in return. But um, it just takes time. And uh, it took a lot more time than I thought. And um, so that was hard. It felt really bumpy. And um, I missed home and I missed relationships a lot. But that was 11 years ago. And um, since we've definitely come to feel like Texas is our home, we really love it here. And um, all my children feel like Texans. And so (laughs) I feel like that's a big, um, that's a big accomplishment. Honestly, we're super grateful for how far we've come. I'm glad Mm. to be here. Wow. Yeah, I know that I remember just how I would see you and I could just, sense just the ache in your soul, just of just the change, but just your um, courage and putting one step in front of the other. And um, I look, look at y'all now and see just, I know just, as you would say, just God's faithfulness in, um, in just your steps and just so many different things that have happened. But um, yeah, I think when we taste the, those great kind of relationships, it, it is makes it even harder, like you said, of mm-hmm. longing to be known and but it takes work for that to happen. So thanks for sharing. Absolutely. Well, um I am excited to dive in in a little bit to kind of some new things that are on the horizon for you mm-hmm. in what you're doing. But let's start with talking about your top five Clifton strengths, like what they are okay. and kind of how they've shaped what you love to do and what you give your energies to kind of like, even just as you've learned about them over the years, kind of what insights you've gotten from knowing what your strengths are. Uh, Well, my top five strengths are developer, empathy, achiever, maximizer, and individualization. And um, I think when I, read that these were my top five strengths. I really resonated honestly with each of them. I was surprised at how well I felt like they captured my heart and um, who I am. And so that's always exciting when you feel like something kind of gets you (laughs) and it feels Mm -hmm. accurate and it feels like informative and gives insight. So um, that was very encouraging, I think, to read those. 
and um, also then to understand how I operate and what I'm drawn to and what I do well and what I don't do well or what doesn't come as naturally or um, I have to work harder at. So um, it definitely shapes what I give my time to because it's just easy for me to gravitate toward uh, caring for people specifically. Like I do really enjoy um, caring for people as individuals, getting to know who they are and um, kind of setting a table for people to flourish. I do, I think about those kinds of things really naturally, like how I can help someone grow or feel cared for or meet a need. Um, those are things that come really naturally to me. And so uh, in the context that I live my life in, um, I have a lot of opportunity for that. Probably um, it gives me insight also into things that don't come as naturally. It's very easy for me to see other people and want to care for them, but I have to recognize and make some more time and space to actually take care of myself. That's not my first foot or how I think um, more naturally. So um, it helps me uh, recognize where I still need to grow um, and why some things are easier for me to move forward in than others. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of a little tidbit. I know you didn't really mention specifically about your achiever and maximizer, but I remember mm -hmm. um, knowing that like you and Tim both majored in engineering and you were top mm -hmm. of the class in engineering. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> I think just the, just the desire for excellence and to accomplish things mm -hmm. obviously has been part of who you are for, I imagine your whole life. What can you mm -hmm. elaborate on that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's, um, that's also very real. And I feel like there's like a little bit of a tension in that because I have very much a desire to, um, to achieve, to excel can be pretty driven. And, um, I especially love being efficient and, um, those kinds of things sometimes feel like a little bit of, um, I can feel like they're in conflict with the relational um, drive or motivation that I have as well. Um, so I think, you know, up until this point, um, because I feel like I'm still really growing and learning um, about how to um, be the woman God's made me to be, uh, I feel like it's been an easier lead foot to care for people and serve and develop others. Um, but there's a very real part of me that likes to um, achieve and compete and um, is driven in that way. Um, so my decision, I guess, to go from a career in engineering where I thought I could see myself as a consultant um, and help solve problems within companies and businesses uh, to move to a role that is primarily relational. I think it's just kind of lent itself toward using those strengths more often. And then also in my role as a wife and as a mom, those mm -hmm. things um, come more naturally or there are lots of opportunities to use those strengths. But I think as I grow, I'm looking forward to um, 
taking on new roles that utilize a more complete picture of how God's made me. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really neat. And I, I know we'll dive into that a little more in a second, but um, I, my experience just as we've worked together over the years is just a joy to watch you as you have poured into different women, like um, mm-hmm. the wives of the different team leaders, but also, especially I loved just the opportunity um, that we had a few years ago to, to join you and your family as you were helping um, lead a team of students to Thessaloniki, um, Greece. And um, mm. you invited Warren to come teach a, for a little part of that. But I just love seeing you just in your element, loving on these students and with your family too. And yeah, to tell us about what that was like for you because you were thriving and just, mm-hmm. it was just so fun to see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that was such a great intersection of um, how God has made me. And thank you also for being there. Thank you for making time. Oh, thank you for the me. invitation. I was just the tag along. I was just the, oh my let me carry Warren's bag so he yeah. can teach the Bible. Oh my goodness. It was such a bright spot for me personally to just spend time with you always and um, for our students too, to get to know you both. That was a huge gift. That was great. Uh, my role on the team was um, directing the operations of the, the summer mission. So I did a lot of work with uh, planning and details. And um, that was really life-giving to me to be able to, again, like utilize some more of my technical strengths, but also in a way that sets people up, I feel like, to succeed. Uh, we had student project directors. And so... Um, I was able to empower them to lead and take some of the administrative details off their plate, but at the same time being available to encourage them and support them and um, come alongside them was just, it was a blast. Honestly, we loved it. I loved the time with them, um, getting to know the students, hosting them, encouraging them. I mean, there are a lot of things that we did that took a lot of courage. So being able to walk through it with them, um, was a gift and is still a gift because we're close with a lot of those students still today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also just interacting with um, the Greek students was something I have just a vision for a heart for it, be a person that unexpectedly comes into their life and actually cares about them and um, wants to know and isn't afraid of the answers. Um, For some people, that's the first time they have someone that doesn't have an agenda and actually just really Mm -hmm. cares about things that are important for them. Um, And also we spent some time serving refugees, which was, um, oh gosh, a humbling and sobering experience. It was very intense in that environment. And um, I feel really grateful that we had that opportunity. But I feel like in every way, it was a gift to be able to be there. Yeah, what was the actual, I know... Um, we're familiar with just the whole setup of a summer mission, but what was the overall um, framework of what the students were doing? I mean, you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but yes. Yeah. Great question. So we had 11 students with us, mostly students um, from central Texas, a few from the Dallas area uh, with us in, with our family. When I say us, it was um, my husband and me and our four children, all, um, spent six weeks in Thessaloniki, Greece, and um, our primary 
goal there was to meet students on campus um, at Aristotle University. And um, we would just meet with them to find out about their lives, find out about their background, and then more specifically about their spiritual background, what they believe about God, uh, and just talk to them, talk, care about, um, care about who they are, care about their hopes, their dreams, their fears, um, ask them questions about uh, what they believe about God and see if we can be of any type of resource or encouragement um, if they had questions to um, point them to um, an understanding of the God of the Bible and what that, um, his heart for them, his care for them, his work in their lives. And um, so we not only would meet them on campus, but we would invite them to spend time together either over a meal or we learned their uh, favorite card games. So we would sit with them for hours in the grassy areas of campus and, and just spend time and be um, a friend in their lives and uh, invite them mm. on weekends to social events uh, to be available. And again, there are um, still students that we stay in contact with. That's one of the great benefits of social media and those kinds of abilities to connect. Um, so we spent most of our days on campus and then also spent some time serving refugees in the area. That's a big hub of refugee population, people moving from Assyria over toward Europe. I'm sure you had like every day, just significant conversations. Is there any um, particular person or even one of the students on your team or anyone that you, you just relish just the conversation that you or connection you had with anyone in particular you could tell us about? Uh, absolutely. We had the opportunity to make some really sweet friendships with the Greek students while we were there. There's one young woman in particular that stands out to me and she, um, she just spent most days after we befriended her on campus. Uh, she spent most days with the college student women on our team, they would meet for coffee. They would, again, play the card game that they all love or come over in the evenings. She would ask questions um, about their lives and their friendships. Their relationships were really significant to her because she hadn't experienced friendship like they these women were um, showing her or modeling for her. Uh, she hadn't experienced that kind of care or even that kind of grace in communication, how these young ladies would work through conflict with one another. And um, they brought her along for just day-to-day -day life, which was really special. Yeah. And it really did make a big impact in her life. She um, she placed her faith in Jesus by the end of the summer. And um, the crew staff who work in that area would consider that a miracle. And that's not the only story that we um, have like that, but uh, by God's grace, uh, but it's just uncommon because uh, the students there would associate themselves with Christianity, for example. But if you ask them if they believe in God, they laugh <laughs> and say, oh no, mm -hmm. of course not. Of course I don't believe in God. I am I am Orthodox because we all are. We're raised that way, but I don't actually believe any of this. So it's a huge life change. And um, the girls still stay in contact with her. I'm still in contact with her. And then along with that, the relationships on our team that were formed, we still 
stay in close contact with several of the students that we were there with. And one in particular, uh, we talked to him every week. He talks to Tim a couple times a week. He's even, he even talks to our oldest daughter, who's now uh, a Latin teacher because he has interest in Latin and classical education. And um, it's wonderful. Like we go to their weddings, we celebrate just their lives and um, it's been really impactful. Mm. That's so encouraging. And like you say, just the, just the joy of coming alongside people living life together and just trusting God for those connections is so, so inspiring. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I know you have a new, something new on the horizon with what you'll be doing. I know when I saw you recently, you were telling me about what you're doing and you said, I think this is so great. It just perfectly suits my strengths. And of course I was all over that. So um, (laughs) I think as I talk to people about their strengths and sometimes I think, well, I don't know. I just love helping people understand about their strengths, but I think especially for like you and other a lot of women, a lot of men, you know, making changes in their career or where they're giving their energies to. It's neat to see, use the understanding of the, your strengths in navigating just the next steps. Like what, mm-hmm. what am I made for? What am I good at? What could I do more of? Because these are my strengths. So tell us yes. about what you're doing. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so because of my I'm, I'm undergoing a status change with crew from full-time to part-time. And that change um, allows me to also work in another role. And after like learning, thinking through, asking a lot of questions, uh, I'm going to actually be working as a real estate agent in the Austin area. Uh, and I'm really excited about it. I think it does really match up a lot of the things you're talking about, just the um, some of those strengths and um, in people skills and caring for people well and um, individualizing them and their needs and being attentive to them, but also the technical skills that are involved, which is really exciting and motivating to me too. So being able to um, do market research and become an expert in ways that are helpful for them in negotiation also just being honest and providing care for people in a way that's full of integrity and respectfulness. Um, I just, I'm excited about kind of the intersection of all of these um, strengths coming together to be able to care for people well. Wow. That's just so exciting to me. I think just, um, you know, over the years having, well, I don't think we really had, many real estate agents because we just found our house easily (laughs) sometimes, but, um, but even just other people that have been in the process of buying houses and knowing it's a huge, Mm. huge deal. And it's a big deal. um, I think just, I think of how comforting it would be to have someone like you with your developer, your empathy of caring about if I was buying a house, like, this is Mm -hmm. a big deal. And well, how do I decide? Mm -hmm. And all the factors, and especially probably for women more, all the emotional Mm -hmm. factors coming into buying Mm -hmm. a house. But, but like you said, having someone that can help lead you in the right place and 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's so exciting to me to think about. So what does that process look Thank like you. for you? I know it's a lot of preparation just to get to this point. Yes. Yeah. So um, taking the classes, um, taking the exams, so the state and the um, national exams for licensing, and then um, starting off as um, an assistant, even though I'm fully licensed, I'm able to start as an assistant to be able to learn the ropes and to make sure that I'm doing a good job that has a lot of um, oversight by a, an experienced agent. And then um, I feel like I've um, already am learning so much and have some unique experiences that um, I'll be able to pretty quickly become more of an independent agent and um, care for people in a way that is really thorough and competent and um, skilled, which is what I really want. I want to be able to do a really good job for people and know that they can trust that I'm going to give my best and I want the best for them. You know, I genuinely want people to um, have, it's the biggest transaction most people will ever make. And so I want it to be smooth and want them to feel confident. And so it's important to me to be able to hone my skills enough that I can provide that kind of care and service for them. Yeah. Mm, that's great. Well, um, kind of even, it kind of dovetails a little bit into what you're saying, but as you think about your particular strengths, is there anything over the years that you've done to develop any of them over the years or mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's a myriad of things, but, um, maybe sure. as you said, different ones you've kind of used more at different seasons of your life, but, um, right. does anything come to your mind about that of how you've made any of your strengths more, um, effective? Sure. Uh, I, f- I do think that my role with crew has definitely, um, does definitely lend itself toward more of the relational kinds of strengths. And there are ample opportunities, for example, to use, um, my biggest strength, which is as a developer. So that comes often and um, naturally. So, uh, and there's always training that's available and uh, ways that you can grow in becoming a better listener and developer. I think that with the new transition, I'm hoping it will, um, it is already a big step of faith. So I'm hoping that it will help me uh, utilize more of the achiever aspect of my personality and uh, help me. Uh, and it, I mean, I just love even being competitive and um, working hard. So uh, I think those are strengths that I am looking forward to growing in and developing and giving more um, opportunity to. So I think, you know, probably like most of us, I also look at the areas that are not my strengths and want to grow in those. And um, I think I always have such admiration for my friends who are so reflective and able to process and they know what they think or feel about things um, (laughs) or the ones who are such great learners and gathering information and becoming experts or those kinds of things. I think when I think about developing, those are traits that I want, I'm trying to um, grow in as well. But um, some of these other things that I feel more passionate about, I think hopefully will come 
to be more developed as I move into new roles and new spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's exciting. I know we didn't mention, um, but you know, I have Maximizer also, and what part of what mm-hmm. that strength is is like going from good to great and um, wanting excellence, and that's kind of exactly what you were saying. But but it does mm-hmm. also intensify any of the other strengths that we have. So knowing that um, your maximizer is with your developer. I mean, you want to be the best developer. You want to be the best Mm -hmm. at your empathy and caring, but also Mm -hmm. I think probably the achiever and maximizer together are like, like what you said, kind of what helps drive you to want to be the, be the best at what you do or be competitive. And that's Mm -hmm. exciting. And I think it's neat to, to really have this new avenue and outlet to really put that to work and really see Mm -hmm. what that'll do. And of course that your individualization of um, seeing the uniqueness and value of each person. And that just kind of is a a bonus as you relate to anybody and whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you so much. Well, it's, it's super exciting. And I, I'm just thrilled for the people that'll get to experience just your expertise as you grow in this new Mm -hmm. um, vocation. And um, anyway, I'm excited. Well, um, I'm wondering if just in general, I know we've hit on a lot of different seasons of your life and things you've done, but is there anything that you've done that you think, wow, I was, I was made for this. Cause I feel like when, Mm -hmm. when we're really operating out of our strengths and all who God wants us to be, we do mm-hmm. sense his pleasure and his joy and like, yeah, this was, I love doing this and this is mm-hmm. invigorating. And is there anything that comes to your mind when you think of, think of that? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I feel um, like some of the things that give me the most life are when I am caring for and leading groups of people, whether that be, in my own family, um, that one obviously comes very naturally and readily and um, have lots of opportunities for that. Uh, I also really love sports. I love, I played sports all the way through high school and I love being a spectator in sports now. I love still watching the game, watching strategy, watching, um, learning philosophy and um, coaching. So coaching is what I'm thinking of when I think of, I love this and I really feel made for this. So this Mm. is also a little more recent in the past few years, I've been coaching basketball this year. I'm going to be coaching the JV girls team at our school. And, um, I, I love every minute. It's so life-giving and I do feel like it's because it combines all those aspects of the strengths that we've just mentioned. And, um, I love, caring for the girls. I love watching what they're doing, not just with their basketball skills, but like, but what's happening mentally for them, what's happening relationally for them and uh, how they view competition and, you know, how healthy they are with understanding what is um, happening on the court. And I just think it's so, that's so complex, but also so motivating. And, and I just love, again, competition. So I love having them be the best they can be and want them to be successful and want them to feel like what it feels like to work hard and accomplish something or 
work hard and not accomplish something and then what happens so anyway I could go on and on but I mm. genuinely love coaching and the girls oh. that I get to coach that's makes me cry I mean it's oh, just so <laughs> I mean because I think of you know you hear about people you know when they're 40 50 60 but they're like I have this one teacher or this one person oh. that it was the fork in the road for me and I just uh, I think of how you're doing that with those people you're uh, coaching and they're going to be saying that about you. And even, even this year they'll say that, but I think it's just so inspiring to, to think of the, the ways you're impacting those people. Mm-hmm. And, Cause as we know, people don't have many cheerleaders like that, that really mm-hmm. need them and love them and encourage them and see them. And and see them. What a gift yeah. you're, getting to do that and you're loving it because you're made for it mm-hmm. and I love it mm-hmm. I, yes oh thank you so much <laughs> I appreciate that I had so, some health issues last year actually like a year and a half ago and I just that was the one thing that I just wanted to make time and space for and um, people would be concerned and say am I supposed to be there it wasn't COVID by the way or something uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, I was like yes I just I, this is so life-giving to me. I love to be here for them oh. because it just feels right. You know, yeah. I love to be that person for That's them. Great. And it's also inspiring to me. Thank you so much for saying that. You're well, very it's so true. Empathetic. <laughs> well, we, like I say, we all, it's a, the list is short when we have someone like that in our lives. And I know it's just mm. exciting to see, to know that you're, you're going to be on their list when they look back in 10, 20, mm. 30 years to think, Oh yeah, my coach Norman or whatever they call you. Thank you. It's exciting. Well, um, one last question. What has mm-hmm. brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Oh, okay. Oh, I can think of several things. We just got back from a weekend in Chicago with my sister, her, her little boy, her first child um, just turned one. So mm. he's a complete delight and we couldn't get enough of him. We love him so much. And we threw his sleep schedule way off, unfortunately, because there were all of us just wanting all of his time and attention. Um, seeing my oldest graduate from college and has just started this week working a full-time job. And she's been calling me saying everything she couldn't imagine it going better. And that is just uh, such a gift and um, the very best news. And she describes all of the details and uh, it's just um, deeply encouraging to watch her flourish and um also then again just the um my other my the other three children are just um watching them grow and develop and uh passionate about different things and um yeah even just this week like having good conversations with them and uh, looking to see where god's leading them and how he's made them and just enjoying it with them Mm. has been so fulfilling. Oh, that's so great. 
Well, Tammy, thank you so much for taking time to thank you, um, give us a little inside scoop of you and your strengths. And um, I appreciate just your time so much and look forward to um, what's ahead for you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.